Hey, Nerd Talk Nation. This is your host, Jordan Halstead, and Mike and I will be taking a quick episode to go ahead and just talk about what DC is doing. In the past couple of weeks, James Gunn has released information about what the next phase, but he's calling it a chapter, is going to look like as they start the DC universe. Micah, thank you so much for joining me. Well, I don't know if he's the savior of of DC, um, but I guess we'll see, right? (laughs) I I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of curious to see his approach uh, because we both know that he worked. um, Well, thanks for having me, by the way. I didn't even say that. But um, we, you know, (laughs) we've seen his work in, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, in the Guardians, you know, uh, of the Galaxy trilogy. But uh, it'll be interesting to see him take on a franchise like DC. And he's already, you know, made the announcement. I think it came out on Tuesday where, you know, these are the projects he's going to do. These are the shows he's going to do, the movies, video games, all these things. And then he he actually talked in in, in great length about how, you know, he was going to kind of lay the old DC to rest and kind of transition into the new DC and kind of carry this, some of those other projects along. So um, I hope it doesn't get too confusing. So what are your initial thoughts? Well, it, it really funny. You and I were talking about this, and I, the text that you sent me of DC just needs to hire you because I called out some of the some of these things. Like we, we started talking about this when we when we did that kind of crap fest on uh, the DC universe and all the announcements that they were making that hey they're shaking things up, uh, that Black Adam was not going to be getting a sequel, that all the all the different moving parts, and I said it's gonna it's all gonna hinge off a of Flashpoint. They're going to use that to, to catapult them into the future. And like you could literally do the last scene where he wakes up and is a different actor and he looks completely different because he has shaked things up. And I was like, that, that's an easy way to fix that. And I just loved when he said, uh, you should just be hired by DC because you were calling this months ago. <laughs> I just laughed about it. But- well, I think your, your exact response, Jordan, was uh, who says I'm not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought you'd get a good kick out of that. But, you know, out of these projects, they announced 10 projects that were coming in with the mainline DC universe that is going to follow after Aquaman, uh, the Lost Kingdom. I think that's that's what it's called, right? Is it the uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom? Yes. Um, which which drops later this year. Actually, on it looks it's like December. it's Christmas Day. Yeah, it's saying Christmas Day on his, on his photo that he dropped. So um, we've got, we've got, this year, before so this all the year, stuff. it's going to so be Shazam. March seventeenth. Yep, Shazam will drop on March seventeenth. June sixteenth, The Flash will drop. They're going to do August eighteenth. Blue Beetle movie will drop, and then December twenty fifth, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom will drop. So that kind of closes out the DC universe as we know it. Um, the the DC EU, this whole, I just I don't. I'm still trying to wrap my head around why they're going in different this different direction um so so they've got this idea of tv and movie that's going to kind of go back and forth a little bit um and i i just i don't know how i feel about it to be completely honest micah i don't know that i would have chosen some of the the intellectual properties that they've gone with um starting with creature commandos Hmm. i i'm a huge dc fanboy um i know that like for you you're more the movies you've not done a whole lot of comic book stuff i think it's right it's safe to say for the dc stuff for me is more the mainstream heroes and villains yeah. i don't know the deep 
the deep dive that you and you know and others on our show know about DZ. I, I just know I'm a huge Superman fan. I'm a huge Batman fan. I'm a huge you know like those main characters, the mainstays within the DC. Like and and some of the other characters that I know are and the only reason I know them are because they're they're villains or they've made appearances in the Suicide Squad movies. You know yeah. things like that. But other than that, I don't know the deep, the dark, the the different universe that that is the DC. Yeah, so so creature commandos, I don't even know. And I wonder if Will will even know who this is. And it's just one of those, I don't know that I would have chosen them. Like, doing obscure characters, I totally understand. And you want to bring, because really, the, the reality is, like, when you look at Marvel, and you go back to pre-MCU days, who were the characters that we all knew by heart, just from basic reading, basic information of, of Marvel. You had your Captain America, you had Spider-Man, you knew the teams, Avengers and X-Men, um, Thor was a big one, and Hulk was a big one. Iron Man wasn't even an A-list superhero at that time. And for them to hinge everything on that first one with a BC-list superhero that not many people were even huge fans of, that was a bold move. So I wonder if that's why he's going this way, to add in Creature Commandos. But that one's going to be an animated. Um, it did look like they were bringing, I think his name's Weasel. Um, he was in the uh, the Suicide Squad movie. Mm -hmm. And so I think they're going to bring him in. But I, I just don't think that was a – we're just going to have to wait to see. But early speculation, I just don't think that was the right starting point to bring that one in for, for chapter one. Um, do you Do you think that – James Gunn is is going to be successful in this role, and do you think people are going to buy into this? So I gave that a little bit of thought the other day. I think that he will be successful, but I think he's got a lot of territory he's going to have to start covering because he's not just taking this as a, hey, I'm going to go ahead and drop one movie a year, two movies a year, three, four year. Like it's it's they don't have the time to to to, to catch spread up. that out. Yeah, you've got to start pushing content out because the reality is you're not even close to what Marvel will, will be doing. And by the time you catch up, you're still not caught up because they will continue pushing even better stuff out. So I was talking to a, a friend at work the other day, Rich. He's been on our show before. He's done... Um, Shout out to Rich. Yep, he did a couple Star Wars episodes with us and loved to have him back soon. But he, you know, as soon as this information dropped on Tuesday, shortly after you told me or sent me a text or message or whatever, he he was like, I just hope that James is successful, but he doesn't put his hand in everything. You know, we talk about directors and, and directing too many projects and things like that. But like, you know, the, the the great part about Kevin Feige is that he's involved, but he's not like, he's not like he's there and he makes the decisions, but he's, he's going to let those people do their thing. And then he's going to get the ultimate, you know, stamp of approval. So I, I don't know. He's kind of like, a big idea guy and he's yes. delegating each movie out and that i mean that that's a sign of a great leader um I hope and james i don't know how much follows that i don't think he will i think okay. that james i think one thing that i'm already starting to see that's giving me a few red flags is hey my name's james gunn and i wrote the superman legacy movie already like we're two-thirds all the way through this and i'm like i don't have a problem with you directing that's totally fine and if you want to help write and give give guidance, I don't like. I think that's okay. But one thing I learned in ministry is you don't you don't preach at your home event. But like if you're if you're going to do some big event, like we like being a youth pastor, I just had a, a youth event back in January, and I brought someone else in. 
because I'm like, I'm not going to put more pressure on me. I'm not going to go in and put all this in because at the end of the day, if you go in and say, all right, Micah, I want you to come in and direct the Superman legacy and Jordan's, Jordan and Scott are going to go write it and Will's going to do casting and Chick's going to help with with uh, some of the, the casting as well. And and then you bring in Alicia and she's going to bring in the, the music and like you have I this. I thought I was going to write the film score. Well, you can do that too. Okay, um, cool. wh- whatever you want to do. But, but with that, like just having multiple people with multiple visions and saying, Hey, let's come together to write one big story. So I think James should sit with Peter Safran and, and have like one big story. But I think that James needs to kind of be more hands off with, Hey, I have to write all these films. I have to do every single piece. I think that's going to be very dangerous because if it's one man doing it all, what happens when that one man is removed or what happens if that one man is incapacitated for literally whatever reason, mm-hmm. then the vision kind of has to be restarted. And if you hinge everything on one man, it either lives or dies with one man. Mm-hmm. Well, they, you know, we, we use this analogy once in a while on this show, but Scott and I are pro wrestling fans and yep. WWE right now is kind of going through that transition. So like Vince McMahon is the CEO and chairman of, of world wrestling entertainment. <clears throat> and he has been the creative director for years. And, you know, over the past year, he quote unquote retired in the summer. And because of, there was a lot of there was a lot of issues with with sexual uh, scandals and some allegations against him, so it kind of forced his hand to retire. And uh, it's like you know a breath of fresh air because there's other people doing it now. But before everything went through that man, everything, every decision, every creative direction, every you know concept had to go through Vince, and it was you know it's. You know, he's he's almost 80. And so, you know, he's kind of out of touch with with reality, what fans want these days. So and my wife would say this, too, in leadership and higher education when we work, you know, and in, in, uh, with the university that we work with. But it's like one person knowing everything is one of the most dangerous things you can do in leadership. Oh, yeah. So like equipping other people, bringing other people along, letting other people do things, it's completely healthy and completely okay. So that was the th- one of the things that I saw when I, you know, I saw the, the video that I followed DC on TikTok and that there was that big six minute video about of James yep. Gunn just, you know, talking just about kind of spelling it all out. Yep. And these are my projects and this is what I'm directing. And like you said, I, I wrote Superman already. And I'm like, really? You did? So, um, well, he's probably had this job longer than since they've announced it. They probably sure. sat on it for a month. Well, that's still pretty quick to to pull out a full <laughs> script for a movie. Um, yeah. Even if you're still Steven Spielberg, like some of that stuff took time, right? So like, yeah. Um, well, I think he said he was like two thirds of the way through. Yeah, but still, that's. I'll be maybe, honest. Maybe though, he doesn't have anything. He was just saying yeah, that. Maybe he just like bold faced lied to all of us. Um. I want to talk about the next project on this list, Waller. What do you think of because they said Viola Davis is going to come back for this. So to play Amanda Waller, what are your thoughts on that one? You know, I I've enjoyed her in some of the DCEU projects as a background character and that's pretty much what she is, right? Like she she kind of assigns, you know, the Suicide Squad to do the things they do and you know, she's she's in the background, right? She's there yeah. and she's kind of pulling the strings and making the calls and things. And I'm I'm assuming this is an origin story for her. I don't I would not assume so. I because from what I've heard even about the Superman movie is that they're not doing an origin film for that. 
So she's already established then? I would think so. Okay. Well, maybe it would just... I guess what I'm saying is, like, it would be nice to see more of her and, and, and what she does, right? Yeah. Other than being behind the scenes. Like, being just full-blown, this is this is day-to-day operations for what she does, if that makes sense. I, I'm hoping that it will do some day-to-day operations, but it will really be a Suicide Squad TV show where it's okay. going to be like, hey, I'm pulling the strings, and she kind of is the main focal character, but we're going to get like side stories, kind of like with Arrow or Flash, where you've got, hey, here's part of the story, but then like here's a side story of the, like the Suicide Squad doing their mission. Um, and she's like this main focal point to it because I would love to see, um, which th- this is what kills me. James Gunn did the Suicide Squad and then he turned around and, and did all of Peacemaker and who didn't show up on this, this roster? Peacemaker season two. And I'm just like, I thought you liked this. And I heard that some of the characters are going to show up in Waller. So I would, I'm like, if we can get Peacemaker into the show Waller, and we get some other Suicide Squad characters, I'm totally down with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just so, don't know that I would have used her as a as a, a hinge point for the first storytelling. Um, yeah, who knows? We'll, we'll see, right? So, um, I don't know if we're going through these, like, literally uh, title by title, but, like, I know you're excited about... Um, you've got to be excited about the Lanterns, right? I was gonna say that one next. I'm so excited. For I'm that surprised one. you didn't lead off with that. Well, be I because I I am trying to like not start with the most exciting thing and then leave everything else out to dry. Um, so so I want to say this was, uh, 2018. They had started talking about maybe that's when HBO Max came out. Maybe it was 2020. I forget when it was. They were talking about having what the green... the streaming service. Yeah. Yeah, it was 2020, I believe. Okay, so they were talking at early stages that DC content was going to start being pushed there. And I was like, okay, so like CW stuff will probably either end and then they'll start redoing things in HBO Max or they'll start doing like all these different series. And there have been talks since its inception that Green Lanterns was going to get a TV show. And I've just been like slowly dying waiting for this thing to, to happen. Because I've heard, oh, they're going to use Hal for the whole show. I've heard they scrapped that. Now they're talking about doing like Hal as the oldest member, and then they're going to like slowly introduce all these other characters. I was like, I don't even care where you go with it. I just want a Green Lantern show that will do so much better than what Ryan Reynolds' movie did. Because I just I hated that movie, and I'm such a Green Lantern fan. Um, I have all their old stuff. I've got their new stuff. I've got I read Green Lantern like it's nobody's business. Um, that is my my favorite DC comic title is anything Green Lantern. Um, I love Flash and all that too, but Green Lantern is where I, I typically go. So I'm like, man, I would love to see Green Lantern against like Sinestro and the Red Lantern Corps, get the Blue Lanterns there. I'm like, you could really do something really fun with that as a show. And I'm excited that that's going to be a, a, a starting point with their, their because they said instead of phases, they're calling them chapters. And so the chapter one is called Gods and Monsters. And this isn't even all of it. They said this is just a portion. Um, and I just I think that that is going to be – I hope it's a focal point that they hinge on um, for many chapters because there's so many Green Lanterns you can cycle through and have Hal Jordan in for five, six, seven years and then phase him out. And then you can be like, all right, well, John 
was also in there for a while. Well, now John's going to stick around for a little bit longer. We'll bring Hal back whenever we need to, but then we can bring Guy Gardner. We can bring Kyle Rayner. Then eventually you can do Simon and Jessica. Um, there's, there's, and you could even bring in Teen Lantern if you wanted. You could. There are so many great stories in that mythos, and I'm just like, you could do a lot of really cool stuff, and you could set up different characters for their villain arcs, and you could have crossovers, and you could, heck, you could do a, a spot where Batman shows up, and like just as a ring is floating by, and it hits his finger, and he becomes a yellow Fear Lantern Batman. So he's like black and yellow. He's got the full fear stuff. I'm like, that would be really cool if they set up Scarecrow. You could put a, a yellow lantern on Scarecrow um, and do Blackest Night. Like, I, that's the one I really want to see is is a event kind of like Endgame, but it's all universe and it's Blackest Night where it's like a zombie kind of film. And I'm like, oh, this would just be so cool. And I'm, as you can't tell right now, uh, audience, because my my face, I'm just like, this grin is just sitting here. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get rid of it for the rest of the night because I'm just I'm so excited for this film or for this series. Which is funny because, like, you know, thinking about, you know, Waller versus Lanterns, right? Like, your average fan probably would know who Green Lantern was before they would know who Waller is. Like, for for example, we've we've done an episode on the Big Bang Theory at Nerd Talk, you know, here on Nerd Talk. And, you know, one of the things they talk about a lot is Green Lantern. Right, Sheldon has the... when Sheldon walks out with the Green Lantern. Yeah, and so like people, people have a concept of who that is. So like you would think that they would, like you said, Jordan would take take full advantage of of that. So so I'm gonna side tangent really quick just because you brought it up. Um, that Green Lantern that he has, I have a like second or third generation version of that. Um, my one of my best friends from high school, uh, Casey Mowen, who's actually been on the show before. Uh, for my wedding, he got me as a best man gift. He he got me uh, a Green Lantern power battery, and so like I have it's a, a metal or it's a, a magnetic ring, and then when it hits the the light portion, it lights up, and I'm like, oh, I I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite things. Hmm. So, um, um, oh god, I I didn't know if you wanted to hit everything or we just I would love I would love to hit more of these because there's there's a lot of content that we just. It's just because so you said we were going to make it short and kind of just you our, know our I'm I'm thoughts. okay with it not being short to to hit over these, but you know more about these than I do, so I'm just that's why I, we're, we're I do, but I'd still anything that you want to give. Um, so let let's let's talk about this real quick. Um, Wonder Woman didn't make the list by by name. Now they do have Paradise Lost, and when you hear James Gunn talk about it, he said Paradise Island, which is where the Amazons are from, or mm-hmm. uh, as as we would know it from the DCEU, the mascara. Um, I think that's where we'll see Wonder Woman show up. But are you surprised that Wonder Woman didn't get a, uh, a movie and got a TV series instead? If she's even in it. You know, no, I, I, I'm not. And, and, and here's why. Like, I think, when we got that original run of DC, similar to the first phase of Marvel, we, we we started to build this team, and you know we got a lot of Wonder Woman, we got a lot of Superman, we got a lot of Batman, especially when it comes you know came to the first part of the DCEU. Yeah, and so maybe they're giving that a rest, and they're going to revisit that later. So, and yeah. that's the only, that's the only reason I I think that and think that that's why she's not there, or at least you know been mentioned at this point. Okay, maybe they don't have a cast 
for her. Like they don't, maybe they don't have uh, somebody, you know, we talked about that in the DC, you know, the DC beatdown episode we did, but like maybe, uh, maybe they don't have somebody in mind for her. Ronda that, Rousey. God, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Edit, mark for edit. <laughs> no. I'm a big wrestling fan and she's a pro wrestler right now. And no, please. <laughs> no, we can just stop recording right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, I just thought <laughs> she's got muscles beyond muscles. And I'm just like mm, that. There are, there are women in this world that are way more ripped than Ronda Rousey. That's, uh, but she, that's fair. That's fair. I just know Ronda also was in acting for a while. Well, she kind of still is, but. <laughs> so um we're gonna go ahead and change over to superman let's talk about superman real quick um what do you think they're gonna do with superman legacy it's already been said it's not gonna be an origin story and it's gonna be his heritage as a kryptonian but also being raised in in smallville kansas and the inner struggle of that do you think that they're gonna set up longtime love villain or loved villain uh lex luther do you think that we'll get Lex Luthor again? I hope so, because I, I think that they did a huge disservice in Batman versus Superman to him. Like I, I just I wanted more, if that makes sense. I, I thought that they just barely scratched the surface with with that, and they, and then they kind of just left it hanging when they just they jumped into Justice League. So yeah, um, I will say out of the ones that they've announced uh i'm i'm excited about the lanterns project but superman i want another superman movie so i'm really excited about that i'm I'm curious to see who plays him and where they go i'm nervous about it oh i am too honest i am too but i'm still excited about it you know i'm nervous about ant-man and the wasp quantum mania but like it's gonna be great i think it's been an amazing movie i i i think i'm nervous because we've not had a really good superman film in a while Mm-hmm. Um, like a solo, yeah, Superman yeah, solo. Film. I, I mean, Man of Steel, it, that one was amazing, and I'm afraid. I, I said at this point, I think that what I really want out of DC is something that I will never get. I want comic booky. I want the real live action. I want. Oh, excuse me. Um, I want there to be that sense of realism. I want there to be something that we feel like we can lose. I, I don't want that ripped from it. But I don't want how Marvel did where it was like, everybody has to be more military um, with their, their looks. I want, I want there to be the underwear. I want there to be that, that, oldie, that old-timey feel of, I wear something so that way like your attention's on me, not on the civilians who are trying to get away. Like I want, I want to stand out for those purposes, um, and and this is this I think would be really cool if they would use the superpower that Superman. They never really give nod to it. Um, if they changed just ever so slightly his Clark Kent pitch of voice, like as as they do, because there's this piece that I think has been missed so many times is when he puts the glasses on and he's up close. Like everybody sees Superman from a distance except for Lois Lane, and she's kind of just right there in the in the mix of just being in awe of oh my gosh, it's Superman that she misses it when she's with Clark. But there's comics that talk about I can change the pitch of my voice 
so that way, like ever so slightly, so that way I don't sound the same. And so it's almost being two different people when I go and save somebody versus my everyday, like as Clark Kent. And I think that would be a really cool nod if we got something like that in here. Um, as for Lex Luthor, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you mean you're not wearing hockey pants? Disguising <laughs> <laughs> your voice and kind of growling when you do so. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was good. Well, uh, back, you know, if I could say something else real yeah. quick, the, the, the idea of realism, we, we've done a couple of episodes recently on the Dark Knight trilogy with yeah. Christopher Nolan. And, and one of the things that we talked about and both of us really appreciated about those movies was the sense of realism and the sense of the realism in Gotham and how they, they kind of brought that city to life and, and it made you feel like, hey, I, this this crap could actually happen, right? So keep going. Sorry. No, no, no. It's it's fine. Um, For my villain, I don't want Lex Luthor. Okay. I would love for him to face off with like Parasite or Metallo or heck, throw Lobo in there. I think Lobo would be a great villain for him to go against. And maybe like set Lex as like a behind the scenes side villain. Like maybe he has a few moments where he talks with him. I think that it would be great if I there the animated versions, Rain Wilson has played Lex Luthor. And I'm like, oh, that would be sick. That would be absolutely sick if if Rain Wilson played Lex Luthor, because I just feel like that voice just phenomenal. Um, but I don't think that'll happen. Um, I just, I don't know. I think that like setting up like a muscle villain and then having Lex kind of pull strings in the background where he's not the, the main focal point would be kind of cool. You said, uh, you said something about Batman and Superman being the ones that you really know you really like. Um, so let's talk about Batman brave and the bold real quick. What are your hopes for that one? More hockey pants? Uh, no, I was going to say not Robert Pat Bat Battinson. <laughs> but also, also was going to say the whole, uh, you made the, I made the joke about you working for DC, but the, uh, the little bit that James Gunn said about it in that video was that he was going to go the, the Damien route, the uh. Damien route. And so I don't know how to feel about that. And, you yeah. know, Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't be. So I guess we'll have to just stay tuned. But yeah. I, I want to. I'm. I'm more curious about who they cast to get as Bruce Wayne and Batman. I'm really hoping Jensen Ackles. I think Jensen Ackles because he's already Batman in their animated stuff, and they said that like going forward, their animated and their live action are going to be the same. I'm really hoping Christian Bale, the God Butcher. Yeah, we're actually bringing back the old Batman. We're just going to play off the Dark Knight series and just just continue that route. <laughs> actually, it's going to be it's going to be like variants. The whole movie is going to be variants. You're going to have Michael Keaton in there. You have Christian Bale. You're going to have Val Kilmer. You're going to have Michael Keaton or um, Batman. I'm sorry, um, multiverse uh, George of Clooney. Yes, George Clooney, Robert Pat Bat. I really want to see George Clooney in the nipple suit again. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> Please, yes. No. Uh, with it, with his like the four inch Batman ears on top yeah, of with the, the, <laughs> the helmet. <laughs> you mean the four foot Batman ears? Those things were. I think massive. those were the yeah. Those were the longest Batman ears on a suit I think I've ever seen. 
My favorite part is at the beginning. Did you go back and rewatch that recently? Because you had said you were going to. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't got to it yet. So my favorite part is at the beginning when they go to the first like scene to beat up the bad guys and Batman and Robin when they're putting on the suit and there's like this like sound effect when they're like putting the the, the suits on, but like it, it kind of like bounces on and it focuses like it zooms in on the nipples and the bat the Batman symbol. And I'm like, this is so stupid. Why are you doing this? Oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> Oh. I, uh, so okay. so for me, the Batman, the Brave and the Bold, I think that there's going to be some missed opportunities if they don't set it up correctly. I think first off, if you're wanting – because everything has been said that he wants a younger DC universe. So that way he can do multiple, multiple years. Um, and I, I think that it would be done really, really well if they go in and say Batman was to have a Robin, but we're going to use Dick Grayson. And then you set him up as Nightwing. And then you're like, okay, we might get one movie without Batman uh, and a Robin. And you're going to have to like commit this Batman to like 10, 15 films, um, mm-hmm. like solo films, just because he's going he's gonna to be your character that will carry the universe on his back. Yeah. So, well, speaking of, I, I know this is a different, different topic, but did, I sent you a video yesterday about Batista saying that he was going to be done as Drax. Yeah. So I didn't realize this until he shared in that video or in that interview, but like he had been in seven films. Okay, so, like, so it, it says seven, but let's take that real quick and look at it. So that's three Guardians films. Guardians Christmas. Guardians Thor, Christmas. Love and Thunder. Oh, Infinity I War and, and Endgame. I forgot that he was in Love and Thunder. Because we yeah. there were a lot of people who were like... Well, that's what I was... That, I was sitting there like I was working out yesterday and I was like, he wasn't in seven films. I'm like having this argument with myself. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh wait, Love and Thunder because they were in the beginning of the movie. Yep. So, I forgot I forgot um, about that part. But but all that to say, like those movies just add up for those actors. Like and so like look at Robert Downey Jr. like when he played Iron Man. So like kind of the same deal. Like to your point, whoever plays Batman is gonna have to be a, a franchise player for a long time to come. Well, I think Batman and Superman, you know, Green Lantern is a is it it's not a person. It's mm-hmm. a title. Batman is a person. Superman is a person. Wonder Woman is a person. Uh, Aquaman can cannot be a person can be a title that's fine um, there's there's a lot of different pieces that we have to try and figure out with each of these characters and it's like okay well one of the other movies that's coming out Booster Gold Booster Gold is a person like that that's not some title that's a specific person um, and I, I'm just I don't know how to how to handle all the different the titles and everything that's coming out. I don't know exactly where I want to sit with these, but like with Batman, you have to take and say, "Hey, you're going to be here for the next twenty years of your life," uh, and we're we're going to probably push out a film or two every every year where you at least have a cameo or you, it will be your movie, um, which I think is is okay. It's just going to be a lot on that person. They're going to have to say, "All right, I'm I'm down for this." Like, here's the dollar amount. And you just bring me in and just just sign a big contract because this this really does come down to the big three Superman, Wonder Woman and Batman. I mean, you could nix Wonder Woman, but I think that having the female representation would be good. So that way you you have that because there's not going to be a lot of female characters that can hold a title. I don't think you can put Black Canary in her own movie and she'd be okay. I think you would need like a a buddy cop film with her and Green Arrow. Um I think that like Hawk Girl is not big enough of a character or Hawk Woman. Um, neither of them, t- whatever name you use for it, 
Um, I don't think that she's big enough. I think you would have to put her on Justice League or, or whatnot. Um, if you did the Wonder Twins, well, clearly Wonder Twins, that two, she's not going to have her piece. She would need her brother. Um, there, there's lots of different characters. And, and I'm going to go ahead and switch over. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I didn't read that book or didn't read that series, but I don't think that's where I would have gone. I would not have wasted my time putting a Supergirl movie together yet. Now, am I going to go see it? Absolutely. And I'll try to hold my judgment, but I think that Supergirl to have her own film and Wonder Woman not have a have a film and not really I mean, I didn't even hear her name really teased to be a part of Paradise Lost. I don't know if that I, I don't know how that'll play out, but I don't think that you put Supergirl as a as a starter. Um, if I were to throw some of this together, I would have said, hey, we're going to Superman's going to get a movie. Batman's going to get a movie. Wonder Woman will get a movie. I would have thrown in a Flash um, piece somewhere in there. I know Flash is kind of right before all this starts, but none of this actually starts until I think 25. I think we're going to get a whole year off of, of DC stuff for the most part um, before before we get into the next phase or, or, or into that first chapter. But I, I, I wouldn't have pinned Supergirl in there. What are your thoughts about Supergirl? Um, I don't know. I, I think it's trial by fire. Okay. Right. Like, and and what I mean by that is that, like, if you remember, like, before all this, this, before they put D the DC EU in a blender and just pressed, you know, frappe, uh, <laughs> you know, you're, or you're not wrong with that. You know, we had projects like Batgirl coming out. <clears throat> and so, like, I think for years and years and years, um, we've tried to push some of these minor characters and it's just not worked out well. Up until the MCU happened and we, we had, they had such success with the small screen stuff. I think we're in a different place now um, where that can become a reality. However, I don't know, you know, if they can make that happen in this universe, I think my, my, I guess, you know, nobody's asking me, right. <laughs> but like, it's in my humble, you know, opinion, I think that, you know, Lord only knows when this is coming out, but like the, the idea behind it, I think is that we, they need to build and get some momentum first and then they can, you know, start introducing other characters. But I think they, you know, they will by the time they drop this, but who knows? I, I think it's all, all dependent on who, you know, plays that person. But like, if you think about it, Jordan, you know, this probably wouldn't have, this probably wouldn't have, you know, uh, happened in 2003 or 2008. It, you know, oh, yeah. probably, it probably wouldn't have, you know, flied back then. Um, now, you know, I, I think, you know, when you look at Marvel, for example, and you have projects like Captain Marvel, you have WandaVision, you have such dominant, you know, female leads, uh, Black Widow, you know, other uh, characters that have been super successful in movies and, you know, in small screen adventures. Like, I think we're in a different place now. So who knows? Maybe they might surprise us. I don't know. You know, I hope they learn how to do really well storytelling with this film. And I, I've heard rampant and raved reviews about how awesome this specific comic book was. And I know it's based off of the Woman of Tomorrow uh, story. And I've heard a lot of really good stuff about it. 
um, from the comments that I've seen people say and, and whatnot. I'm just afraid that it's just going to be a big mess up um, because if they follow Captain Marvel, I don't think Captain Marvel was written well. That's my personal opinion. We've talked about this before. Um, I just don't think that that one was done well. Uh, I, I've watched it since. I think it has gotten a little better, but I'm just saying the female leads and female stories are more prominent now and, and, and yes. able to happen without the issues that, you know, people just blowing them off 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. I think though that the, or them the being super they, cheesy. True. Um, I think one of the big problems that it's going to face is because even though it's still prominent, doesn't mean that the right people are going to, because sometimes it's a, we're a woman, hear us roar. Like, or yes. we are women, hear us roar. And like, you've got your, your female directors, female actors, female, like the whole thing is just a giant, not, not to say it like this, but like a, like a chick flick, like everybody is, is all female led. Every, like the whole thing is all female and that's fine, but don't worry about the fact that it's all female. Worry about, are you telling a great story? Are you, are you implying pieces that will want the, the, the viewer to come back and watch it again two or three times? Are you setting up this great murder mystery? Are you setting up this great story that, that will draw us in for the next time you do a movie? Because honestly, like the Marvels comes out later this year. I don't care. Like there's there is nothing about it that screams, hey, I want to be a part of this. And every time I hear something about that film, I'm like, I'm gonna go pay money basically to tell people not to go watch this Marvel film. <laughs> like I it's gonna be my my I, I actually did that when Fantastic Four did their reboot in twenty fifteen. I paid like the ten bucks just to be able to say I saw it, so that way I'm not a hypocrite of like, oh you should go or you shouldn't go see this movie. Well, have you seen this movie? No. Like I, I'll be that guy to go see a film just to tell people not to watch it. But the Marvels is the one I'm just, I, I don't care about, but I hope Supergirl learns from that. Um, Cause I feel like she is kind of a Captain Marvel-esque kind of character, like the, the superpowers, the, the massive amount of strength. Um, and I think that they can, they can build off her. I just, they need a good story. Um, and I hope that they, they get someone who can act the crap out of her character. And like really, really grabs onto saying, "Hey, I want to be, I want to be Supergirl." So, um, there are two more projects that that I really want to ask you about real fast before we start to close this episode out. Um, they are the Authority and Swamp thing. So let's talk about the Authority real quick. Do you know who the Authority are? The police. <laughs> Enlighten me. Uh, well, what's really funny is I don't even know who they are. <laughs> well, so, that's all we got to say about that. Yeah, that's that's where we're at. And I, again, it's just when you bring in, you're not just bringing in one group of people you don't know. You're bringing in two now, like the cartoon and a and a film. And I just don't know if I would have gone that route. Um, Swamp Thing. Did you get to watch the Swamp Thing series that they put on HBO uh, or the the DC Universe app a few years no. back? No. Uh, Katie and I, I watched it and Katie is a big, uh, as we call it, we call her a tree hugger. Um, and she loves getting to see like the natural side of things, getting to see like the, oh, it's a swamp. Like this guy is turning into a swamp, but then there's the CDC and there's all these different elements that get poured into that show. And she was like, Hey, when is season two coming out? I said, uh, it was canceled after the first or before the first episode dropped. Mm -hmm. Like they, they already filmed the whole thing, but there were some big issues and legally they won't be able to do uh, the second season. 
because of some some different issues. So I, Katie and I are very excited for Swamp Thing. Uh, I think that it's going to be phenomenal no matter where they go. I hope, I think his name's Alan Moore, uh, who wrote a lot of Swamp Thing. I hope they go that that route with him. I'm also okay if they do some new 52 stuff with him because Swamp Thing is just a very unique character. And I hope that that will set the stage to bring in characters like John Constantine, Zatanna, Zatara, um, Blue Devil, uh, Dead Man, like the Justice League Dark uh, characters and i think that would be phenomenal do you have any thoughts for swamp thing nope i think you covered it because i don't i don't know much like, about it i don't know he uh he's kind do you remember uh the the marvel uh werewolf by night um yes and they had man thing and, and that that big monster was man thing um that's basically swamp thing i think swamp thing actually came out first he might not have um, I don't remember which way or who, because they, they kind of have copycat characters and who comes out first. But Swamp Thing is that character um, that I think will do really well. And I think they'll be able to play off him a lot more than Marvel will do with Man-Thing. Um, I know that Booster Gold, we didn't really, we mentioned him, but we didn't talk about him. Do you know much about who Booster Gold is? Can't say I do. <laughs> you never know. I, I ask because I'm like, I don't know how much. Like you may surprise me. Who knows? Um, Booster Gold is a is a time traveler, and so they actually brought him into DC's Legends of Tomorrow right before they canceled it. And so he was in for like an episode or two, but they uh, it's this time traveler who he's kind of lost in the crowd in his his two or three centuries after like present day, and he goes in and configures a suit and then gets a time traveling bracelet or, or different pieces gets a a robot called skeets um and it's his like ai robot assistant and he goes back in time and he knows about certain events because of the history books and he goes in and starts basically learning how to do all of the the different superhero gigs but he does it where like i think there was a point in time where on his jacket he took sponsorship so like coca-cola was on there or, or like they they like could put different people in. It probably wasn't like actual Coca Cola, but it was like their knockoff brand in the the DC comics. So like you could put like Nerd Talk with Jordan Halstead on his back, and he would like wear a jacket full of like sponsors. So, um, the last thing as as we're wrapping up, there is one other piece to DC that I was shocked by, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. They're not ending the the Christopher Reeves Batman, or not Christopher Reeves. Um, what's the Matt Reeves? Um, they're not finishing his thing and leaving it as just the one. They're gonna go ahead and, and they already greenlit part two, and like Superman and Lois, that's on the CW. That's I think gonna continue. Um, they've got the the Joker. I'm gonna ma- mess this one up. Fully ado, fully ado. Um, that's dropping next year, October 4th, 2024. Um, and it's titled as Elsewhere or Elseworlds. Um, what are your thoughts about the fact that they're going to go push out not just like the mainstream com- content, but they're also going to do like other stuff as like passion projects and things like that. So that way we're getting a lot of content and it doesn't have to be the same actor for the character. What are your thoughts in that area? Um, 
just hope it doesn't get super confusing. I guess that's all I really have to say about it. Okay. I just... Uh, I mean, I... It's it's already confusing, so I just don't want it to get worse. <laughs> well, I wonder if they're going to end up canceling because I didn't see in the Elseworlds, I didn't see the Penguin show. I wonder if they're going to cancel that. So I don't, I just don't know. So we'll see kind of where where things go from here. But this is a uh, this is where they're at, and so they've got some some projects in the mix, and we finally have our starting point for what this is going to look like. But as far as I'm aware. After this year, we're going to have almost a whole year off before the madness of DC ensues. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for being on this episode. Thank you guys for for checking out this episode of Nerd Talk. We are so excited uh, to be hitting up our 100th episode. I think it's like next week. Um, and then in the next couple of weeks, we're, we're going to be at 100 episodes. So definitely check us out in the weeks to come as we drop these episodes um, we like Micah said, we have recently recorded some Batman, uh, the Dark Knight series. Um, and what's really cool is officially today, because we've already we've already recorded probably five to ten episodes already, and so they're in the works. But next month, uh, early next month, I actually have some special guests, uh, some minor celebrities that are going to be actually joining us. I reached out to their their people, and they said, "Hey, we would love to to work with you." So March second, I'm actually going to be filming with uh, some, some minor celebrities from TV. And I'm really, really excited to have them on. And so definitely check us out uh, in the next coming months as that episode will also drop. So with that, we will uh, catch you guys here next time on Nerd Talk.